Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, Von Schatzer will conclude his look at the quest for total control in a new world order. And then a little later, Pastor Larry will finish answering an important question about how you and I can get to heaven. Meeting the Mission is our special effort to match the $1 million gift SWRC has been blessed with. When you give to Southwest Radio Ministries, your gift will be matched. $25 becomes $50. $50 becomes $100. You'll double your impact and ensure that Watchmen on the Wall and all of our ministries will be able to bring clarity to the chaos for many years to come. Would you consider giving $90 in recognition of our 90th anniversary? Like all gifts given at this time, your support will be doubled and go toward meeting the match. 1-800-652-1144 is the number to call and show your support for SWRC. You can also be part of the match by giving on our website, supportswrc.com. You can also give on your mobile device. Simply text 9490 to 91999. That's 90-F-O-R-90 to 91999. $90 in honor of our 90th anniversary would be an outstanding way to show your support. And it's doubled during this dollar-for-dollar match. Thank you. Thank you for your support of Watchmen on the Wall and Southwest Radio Ministries. Our host, Dr. Larry Spargimino, and his guest, Von Schatzer, are ready to continue their look inside the quest for world dominion. Revelation 13 and verse 7 says, And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. We've got Brother Vaughn Schatzer back with us. Uh, we have a tremendous book that he has uh, written titled World Dominion and also a video. Uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about that later on in the show. But Vaughn, thank you so much for being back with us. Brother Larry, it is so good to be back with you and your team you know, I remember many, many years ago when I met all of you and was able to rub elbows, spiritual elbows, with you and your team and all the speakers. And, and God has really used Southwest Radio Ministries in my life. And thank you for all you and your team does for the Lord. We depend on Him. We want to do His will. And our desire is to see souls saved. We want to see the church revived. We want to see disciples discipled and become even stronger and go out Mm -hmm. and win souls. But Vaughn, there's a lot of talk on the news, the internet and so forth about a coming world religion. Now, does the Bible talk about a world religion and where can we find the Bible telling us about a world religion? And what is it, by the way? Revelation 13, 8 states, all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. That's talking about the Antichrist, the first beast. And then we know from Revelation thirteen eleven, the second beast, which is called the false prophet, he will be in charge of the world religion. 
And it's amazing. Right now, there's already an organization bringing all of the world's religions together. They started clear back in 1892, well over 100 years ago. They have their headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, and their name, probably maybe some of your listeners have never heard of this organization. It's called the Parliament of World Religions. The Parliament of World Religions. And back in 1892, that's hard to believe, in Chicago, this religious get-together lasted 17 days. 17 days, if you can imagine. And I'm going to read from some of their material who the attenders were. There was altogether 5,500 religious leaders from all over the world and 857 individuals from the press to cover this false religious event, if you will. But listen to this. There were Druid priests. There were Wiccans, which, which translates into witches, sun worshipers, neo-pagans, Roman Catholics, Muslims, Hindus, and Buddhists, all this whole crowd got together for 17 days over 100 years ago, and I have some of the sermon titles preached at this gathering. Listen to this first one, The Worship of God in Man. Brother Larry, that's the same lie Satan told Eve 6,000 years ago, back in the Garden of Eden, that they could become gods. It's worked so well, the World Parliament of Religions is using it again back in 1892. And then it goes on, listen to this next one. It says, the good in all faith. You know, there's 4,300 religions in the world, according to Google, and it says there's good in every one of them. But Brother Larry, you and I know, John 14, 6 says, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh to the Father except through him. Right. And in Acts it says there's no name under heaven whereby we must be saved, the name of Jesus. So there's not good in all faith. It's only in the Word of God, the Texas Receptus Bible. There's only one person, the God-man, who can yes. save us from our sins. There's no other. You know, people say, well, you, you say that there's only one way. Well, how, how about this way, that way? No, because payment has to be made to God for the sins of the world. We have a sin mm, debt. Amen. Every one yes. of us has a sin debt, and we have to pay that debt. Either Jesus Christ pays it for us when we put our faith in him, or we pay it ourselves in hell for all oh. eternity. Now, I like the first one better than the second, don't you? But, <laughs> but, but, you know, this is so important. So what role does the United Nations play in the coming world religion that will be run by the false prophet? You know, if we all been listening to the news a little bit, a few months ago, the United Nations added a new movement and religion to their 196 member nation states. It's called the Interfaith Movement. Brother Larry, you know about that, the Interfaith Movement. <laughs> and most of this new religious movement is very woke, and their agenda agrees with everything that's politically correct, from the acceptance of the LGBT community right. to the murder of unborn babies 
and also the surgical mutilating mm. of little boys and girls into transvestites. And, you know, you've already talked about that, Brother Larry, but we need to, to hit that again. This United Nations sent this new interfaith movement to Sharm el-Sheikh, Egypt, mm. to Mount Sinai to create a new climate repentance Ten Commandments and principles. Brother Larry, that's nothing more than blasphemy. Mm. And by the way, the real Mount Sinai is in Saudi Arabia, according to Galatians chapter 4, verse 25, not in Egypt, but the UN interfaith movement went to the wrong mountain, Brother Larry. (laughs) They're wrong in every way. Well, this world religion, there's so much confusion about religion today. It's a very simple issue. Jesus says, I have the way, the truth, and the life. You must be born again. There's a place in heaven for us. We can't earn it. We don't deserve it. But if we put our faith in Jesus Christ, our sins are taken away, and those who believe in him will have eternal life. And so, you know, when I read the Bible, I see all the things in the Bible. We we see the outflowing, the uh, foretelling of prophecy, the fulfillment of prophecy. There's so many things. In fact, There is such a thing now as creation science. The Bible is being vindicated over and over and over again. I believe one of these days we're going to find Noah's Ark. It's going to be like, uh, okay, this is the last sign. Do you believe it or not? And we need to to realize that God loves people. God doesn't want to send anyone to hell. God is not willing that any would perish. In fact, hell was prepared for the devil and his angels, according Mm. to uh, Matthew 25, not for people. So people need to put their faith in Jesus Christ. But Vaughn, there's also a lot of talk about world economy, and I think we're seeing it today. We're so interconnected. Uh, The economies of many nations are interconnected. So Where does the Bible speak about a world economy? Revelation chapter 13, verses 15 through 18. Now, I won't take time to read all those. Your listeners can read that in their own time. But in verse 15, it says, The Antichrist has power to give life, which is demonic life, not real life like God creates, to this image, and it will actually speak... So, Brother Larry, I think you might agree with this. I'm wondering, could this demonic life given to this image or this statue of the Antichrist, and it can actually speak and move, do you think this could be an AI and an artificial intelligence? I do. Well, yes, it's amazing what's being done with artificial intelligent beings. A few years ago, there was a robot. Her name was Sophia. (laughs) Three, four years ago, Elon Musk made the comment that he was very concerned. He said, the greatest danger we face today is not nuclear war. He says it's AI, artificial intelligence. And Sophia got angry at him. You can see Mm. this on YouTube. She cussed him out and said, this is wrong thinking and so forth. So I agree with you, absolutely. Artificial intelligence, what's being done in nanotechnology, on and on. It's just absolutely amazing, and it's demonic, and it falls right into what the book of Revelation is telling us. You know, something else, Brother Larry, I want to bring up here before we move on to the next question. You know, if a person during this seven-year tribulation period 
by the way, the church is already in heaven. We're not appointed unto wrath. Amen? Amen. (laughs) If they will not worship this image, and possibly an AI, they will be killed. Now, Revelation 20, verse 4, gives us the grisly detail of how people during the tribulation period, if they don't receive Jesus and his gift of eternal life, which will be hard to do, because right now it's a gift, but in the tribulation period, you will be beheaded. Now, what is amazing about this is that most people don't know, Brother Larry, that beheading is already on our law books, and it's been on there for 32 years. Mm. Now, in my book, I've actually printed a copy of this law when I heard about it, I thought it can't be true. I drove the whole way to Washington, D.C., to the Library of Congress, and had a copy made of it. Mm. It's called Public Law 102-14. It was passed by the 102nd Congress Mm. on March 20th, 1991, and signed by President George H. Bush. Mm. But the laws for beheading are already on our American law books, and they're called the Noahide Laws. And let me tell you how they passed this. It was stuck in what's called a rider at the end of a 900-page educational bill, and probably 95% of the senators and representatives never even read it and signed it. So the laws for beheading, Brother Larry, are already on the books. Revelation 20, verse 4 says, And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God. You know, we're seeing more and more persecution against Christians throughout the world. In fact, I understand within the last hundred years, I believe that there have been more Christians who have actually died for their yes. faith, and I think the figures prove this, that in the last 2,000 years, and yes. when you look yes. at countries like China and Russia and North Korea and so forth, and you even see the aggressive anti-Christian attitude in our beloved yes. country, the United States of America, President Biden, he's so far off the track. I mean, it's unbelievable. Mm. He doesn't even come yes. near. He's not even trying to come near because he yes. detests biblical values. And, you know, the Bible speaks about homosexuality. The Bible speaks about marriage and so on and so forth. So we see this rising tide of evil. It's very sinister. But, you know, in America, we have some beautiful national parks. For people who love to hike and fish and take photos of wildlife, we're blessed with some beautiful, beautiful parks in the north and the south and the Rockies, the Everglades and so forth. And yet, Vaughn, we are seeing these, these United Nations signs signs that speak of a biosphere reserve. I believe they're in 47 of our national parks. What, what is the United Nations doing in our, in our parks? Isn't that unbelievable? <laughs> uh, again, I didn't think this was true. And I had a friend of mine who was a retired park ranger, and I said, I wish I had pictures of these signs. And he said, I can get them for you. And wow. this dear brother drove a couple thousand miles across America and took pictures of all these United Nations man and the biosphere reserves. And guess what? They're in my book. (laughs) You don't have to drive the whole way across America. I already have them printed. But let me give you just a couple examples of the United Nations man and the biosphere reserves. The Grand Canyon, 
Yosemite, Yellowstone, Sequoia, the Great Smoky Mountains, Glacier National Park. And I actually have 47 pictures in my book of these United Nations man in the biosphere. And what's really horrible is Satan put his occult symbol on all these UN signs. It's called the Egyptian Ankh. Mm -hmm. It looks like a cross with an opal loop at the top, and it's used in witchcraft, Wicca, Satanism, and ancient paganism. And according to the UN Global Biodiversity Assessment, on page 993, I have this book in my library. This is called The Wildlands Project, Agenda 21. Now it's called Agenda 30. They want to turn 50% of our American land back into pre-1492 Columbus. <laughs> and I also have a map in my book how the U.N. will eventually move all people into what's called smart cities and 15-minute cities. People think COVID, Brother Larry, lockdowns were really bad, and they were, but soon climate lockdowns are coming, thanks to Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. Well, friends, we're visiting with Vaughn Schatcher. He's talking about his book and video. It's titled World Dominion. This tremendously important material, and it's, there's a lot of illustrations and pictures. You need this in your own library. Every American needs to know what is going on in their country and what their president and his party is trying to bring about to destroy our beloved country. Our toll-free number, 1-800-652-1144. Now, Vaughn, the world's largest corporation is building a huge mega tower of Babel headquarters right across the river from Washington, D.C. What world corporation is building this gigantic tower of Babel? Is it a Bible corporation? Is it a, a holy bunch of people? Or what corporation is it? <laughs> <laughs> the world's biggest corporation. I think everybody knows who it is. You see their trucks and their huge warehouses everywhere. It's Amazon. It's Amazon. And I have a whole section in my book on the history of the European Union and its posters of the Tower of Babel that's being put up right now in Arlington, Virginia, right across the river from Washington, D.C. And it includes the slogan and the poster, Many Tongues, One Voice. Mm. And on this Tower of Babel, it has a modern-day crane on top of it, mm. and it symbolizes the E.C. continuing to build the New World Order that Nimrod didn't get to complete back in his day. And also on that poster are 11 inverted goat of Mindy stars, mm. symbolizing the Antichrist and the Ten Kings of Revelation 17:12. And, you know, even the late Anton LaVey, the high priest of the right. First Church of Satan, put the goat of Mindy star on the front of his satanic Bible. And then if you all recall this, you might have heard this from some time ago, one of the leaders and founders of the European Union in this Tower of Babel thing was the Belgian foreign minister, Henry Spock. I want to read to you what his statement was. Listen to this. He says, we do not want another committee. We have too many already. 
We want a man of sufficient stature to hold the allegiance of the people and lift us up out of the economic morass into which we are sinking. Send us such a man, and be he God or devil, we will accept him. Wow. (laughs) We certainly are being set up, and I'm speaking biblically and prophetically, but there is hope. And what's the name of our Lord and Savior? What's the name above every other name? The Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And friends, you can put your faith in him right now. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. Just think of that. Your whole family comes into God's special love. They, of course, need to believe themselves, but God has has his eyes on that whole family. How wonderful and blessed our Savior is. Brother Vaughn, thank you so much for your book and DVD, World Dominion. Amazingly, a world system is coming together at breathtaking speed right before our very eyes. This system has a name with which we are familiar, the New World Order, which promises to usher in an era of peace, prosperity, justice, and harmony. Sadly, this is another lie from the father of lies. Learn the inner workings of this New World Order in Von Schatzer's book and DVD entitled World Dominion, From the Tower of Babel to the Mark of the Beast. In World Dominion, you'll learn about the plans of the New World Disorder, plans to control every aspect of your life. The book and DVD lay out the details of the planned world government, world military, world economy, and world religion. Included is a clear presentation of the gospel pointing the reader to the one who truly saves. Order your copy of World Dominion book and DVD when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can always order online, swrc.com. Pastor Larry is back now to finish answering a question from yesterday. Pastor Larry... Why is being good not good enough? Being good is not good enough because God hates pride. If you and I could be good enough to be saved and go to heaven, why, frankly, we would be proud, stuck up, hard to get along with, and God would say he made a mistake. God couldn't even stand us because we would not be thanking him for his mercy. We would be thanking ourselves. Instead of praising God for his goodness, we would be praising ourselves for our goodness. Of course, all of that would deny some basic Bible truths. It would deny that we are fallen sinners with a sin nature. It would deny what the Bible says about human depravity. It would certainly deny the big grace passages, for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that none of yourselves, it is the gift of God. None of works, lest any man should boast. Now notice, salvation does not come from our personal works. It is not a reward for good behavior. None of works, it says, lest any man should boast. If we got saved because of our personal good works, we would be boasting like crazy. Thirdly, if being good were good enough to get us to heaven, we would have no compassion, no pity, no sympathy. Could you imagine in a marriage where the wife thought she was good enough to be saved and go to heaven? 
She was never wrong in anything. She never got angry, never had to deal with personal failure, never slept late and missed an appointment, never got discouraged, never burned the food, never got impatient with the children, and never dropped a dish and broke it when she was washing the dishes. She never asked the Lord, Lord, please help me. Never, never. But her husband was not perfect. He tried hard, but it wasn't good enough. He got angry at times, had to deal with personal failure. He sometimes slept late and missed an appointment. He had to deal with discouragement, and sometimes he felt like giving up. The husband prayed a lot, and a lot of times God could hear him saying, Please help, Lord. I've tried everything, but nothing is working out. My life is a mess. In Luke 18, Jesus told a parable of the proud Pharisee and the tax collector. The proud Pharisee went to the temple to pray. The Pharisee stood up and told God how good he was. He said, I'm not like other people who are really bad, and certainly not like this tax collector who is helping the Romans. I do a lot of fasting because I love you, O God. I love you so much, and sometimes when I'm fasting, I get really hungry, but I'm a holy Pharisee. I won't touch a breadcrumb, Lord. When I fast, I see pictures in my head of really delicious food and dream about delicious food, but Lord, I love you so much, I just will keep on fasting. And Lord, I give a tenth of everything, a tenth of even little herbs from my garden. Of course, you won't find those words like that in the Bible, but that is what is running through this man's mind. I'm a good person, and I'm proud of it. And then in this parable, Jesus talks about the tax collector— he stood in the back of the room and would not even raise his head. If you were there, you could see the tears dropping from his eyes, and you could hear that he was sobbing. And he kept on beating his chest, and he kept on saying, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. And then Jesus says, I tell you, this tax collector went to his house justified rather than the other, because everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. James 4, verse 6 says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Indeed, being good is not good enough. But here's the good news. You don't have to be good to please God and let him look down upon you with favor. He wants one thing from you. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. That's the key that opens the door. Your faith in God's only begotten Son. Thank you, Pastor Larry. If you have a Bible question you would like answered, simply email askpastorlarry at swrc.com. That's askpastorlarry at swrc.com. Learn the inner workings of the New World Order in Von Schatzer's book and DVD entitled World Dominion, From the Tower of Babel to the Mark of the Beast. In World Dominion, you'll learn about the plans of the New World Disorder. Order your copy of World Dominion when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Please remember our special Meeting the Mission matching gift. Get all the details about this exciting opportunity to double a $1 million gift at our website, supportswrc.com. That's supportswrc.com. Lord willing, we'll be back here Monday ready to once again bring clarity 
to the chaos. Head into the weekend with the encouragement that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and has been supported for over 90 years by faithful listeners like you. Please visit supportswrc.com. Thank you.